Today on the Av Podcast is part two of the annual South Shore Av NBA season preview. So I'm joined by my South Shore Av family member and head coach of Excel Who's Prep Program, Randall Walter, as he break down the Eastern Conference from the worst teams to the peak of the elite championship contenders. And on the day of opening night, we dive all the way up from Sexland to Giannis and the big three in Brooklyn or two or three or two or three. I, I, I don't know. But we cover everything here. Um, South Shirav is available wherever you listen to podcasts from Apple and Google Podcasts to Spotify and Stitcher and everything else in between and around. And while you're listening to my words, get the clicking, get the clicking on my five stars, please, please, please. And check out SashaRav.com for all of my shows. Once again, that's SashaRav.com. I'm going to say it again for emphasis. That's SashaRav.com. It's the Av Podcast with Cal C on SashaRav Radio. Bank. I call that. I call that. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C on SashaRav Radio. Uh, welcome to the Av Podcast. Uh, my guest is the annual shotgun rider of the NBA Eastern Conference Preview. He's the head coach of Excel Hoops basketball program. He's still the CEO of Team Lightskin. And if there was a draft for his squad, for Team Lightskin, if there was a draft for his squad, especially coming off the high of, of Saturday's Versus concert, even based off his, off his age, he would have drafted Supercat just to retire the legend into the rafters. You know what I'm saying? While playing Dolly, my baby, in the background. Please welcome Randall Walter to the show. How you doing today, sir? Yes, sir. That was a great versus, though, man. What? Supercat, Supercat did his thing. What? Refugee camp did they thing. What? Why Clef? All my my, my Haitian sack passe. Sack passe. Dang, dang, dang. Mambule. Yo, unbelievable. Yo, you know what was really dope about that? Was that when they brought Bukant Cliff out? Uh, Bukant. Yeah. Um, uh, Smith and Wesson. They, Smith and Wesson, sorry, Smith and Wesson now, and they played that Soundboy Burial. Mm-hmm. Wee, that was that was that was that was fire. That was but dope. on top of that too, the 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 sound clash right before um, Supercat came on, I thought that was fire too. I wasn't expecting that either. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that either. But no, that was that was the whole thing was was fire, man. I sh- no complaints out of me. That was that all, was all, sick. All we were missing from Team Lightscape was a, a special appearance from Special Ed. <laughs> yeah, but he's not reggae, you know what I mean? He's not Jamaican, so it doesn't uh, he, work. He, no, but he got some of that reggae in his music, you know what I mean? <laughs> he got a little raga, raga, raga sound. I think he had a track where he had Bounty Club. Could have had him roll up in there for Team Lightskin. Maybe, maybe, you know what I mean? maybe for the kind of got that. He kind of got that super cat look too. That's true. That's true. They got that. Do- they got the dogliness. They got the dogliness. Yeah, yeah. For them. You got it. You got it, brother. <laughs> now I want a white pimp, uh, pimp straight suit. <laughs> with, with a tilted hat. With a tilted hat. Tilted what? Fedora. What? Tilted what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> with the cane. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> um. So yeah. So you know how we do every year. We break down the Eastern Conference from the bottom to the top. Um, yes, sir. Ranking everyone. We have the master list that we work from. Um, without further ado, man, let's get started. So number 15, we got the Orlando Magic. Uh, the question every year that I always ask you when it comes to Orlando is, what are they doing? Right? But now that we know what they're doing, they decided to suck. So 
judging off the roster and, and their history of being mediocre, how long do you think this rebuild is going to last? I mean, you know, they they uh, they they got the youth movement going on. Um, they they landed a gem. I really think, you know, at the time, I think we were all pissed off because we all wanted. Um, we weren't sure if, if if Scotty Barnes was the right pick, right? Right. Um, and everybody wanted Jalen Suggs. Yeah. Jalen Suggs just fell in their lap, so I think he's going to be a game changer for that franchise. Now, is he going to be like, you know, one of the top point guards in the league? That's yet to be seen, but I think he has the intangibles to at least help build a foundation for that organization because that was the one spot, even when they were kind of making the playoffs and they were in that mediocrity stage. The one thing that I could say that they were always missing was a PG, and now yeah. they got one. Yeah. So now it's building from the ground up. You know, um, I mean, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, in the next, they, they, for them to be relevant, it's probably going to be a good, it's, it's that trust the process mode, maybe like three, four years. Yeah. I think you know, I'm... and then it's going to take some trades, like they're going to have to develop whatever young talent they have and then trade for, for another asset to come in. Like I was, you know, you could tell because they could have went for DeRozan. Right, they could have went for somebody that's more established to help, kind of, you know, at least keep him in that relevant stage. But right. just went for, for gusto. So, let's see what happens. I mean, they're going to be in this in, in the Eastern Conference cellar for a while, you know, fermenting. So maybe they'll get a little <laughs> bit stronger over time. <laughs> yeah, I um, they're going to take it's going to take years, you know, and I think that's that's not a bad mm-hmm. thing because for years we've been like they're they're in this place of trying to make the eight seed and, you know, just barely make the playoffs. I'm like, at this stage, they don't have any prospects. You know what I mean? Like, they're just middling around, and they're going to lose in the first round. Uh, you can't even say it's a great business move for the franchise because you're, you're making, what, like, extra money off of two playoff games? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not really, you know, it's, it's not like the fans aren't, like, clamoring for, like, yo, we're so happy <laughs> to get out of the first the first round, round you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they just extended Wendell Carter to a, a nice contract, actually. I think it's four years, 50 mil. I think that's, like, for, for the team, it's actually a really good signing. That's a really you think good, so? I think it's a good I'm signing. Not, I'm not a, I think he hasn't proven himself. For a guy that averaged less than 10 points a game and, and he, in Chicago, no, he, no, he was well, terrible. I didn't think he was that good. I, well, he, he played better in Orlando, for sure. I think he just needed the touches, right? Like, he's a good mm-hmm. – to mm-hmm. me, he's a, he's a solid prospect. I mean, you're paying him 12.5 mil a year. Right. So that's right. that's nothing. You know, what I mean, compared to like to, for him to like overperform out of that contract is not going to take that much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. It's, and, it, and if he does, it's the steal for Orlando. Mm-hmm. Right. You still got Michael uh, Markel Fultz. And, and I really like Mobamba. I think I think Mobamba, if he shows well at the end of the, the season and um, given a little bit more bandwidth, I think the one thing that, that hinders his game is just his experience and knowledge but once he gets that down pat i think he's going to be an effective player right but okay but what do you do do you free mamba or do you like free him and just let him walk this off season because like to me he's been a project you know what i mean but if he's i understand what you're saying but i'm like if you're not going to give him like real solid minutes why even sign him back right true you know i I guess that that's yet to be seen right after the season we'll see what they do but they have a it's a solid quarter. This is this season to show and prove to see if, yeah. if they're going to re up or they let them go or maybe trade them halfway through the season. Yeah, because because right now their core is is Carter right now because he signed that contract. Jonathan Isaac, Carter, um, Isaac, yeah, 
Cole Anthony because they just drafted him and and Jalen mm-hmm. Suggs. That's that's their foundation. But I mean, they're going to be Fultz too. Yeah, yeah, Marco Fultz too. Yeah, Marco Fultz too. Um, but you know, it's going to be at least two years before they start sniffing out a playoff spot again. Um, but you know, it's funny. We do we like Cole Anthony? You know, do do we like him? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of him. Um, he's he, he's he got that, that that New York dog in his game, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, Jalen Suggs is, is 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 to me is is the centerpiece. Right. So like it, once they drafted, you know, him, do you push him kind of to an off ball kind of two kind of like uh, what we did in Toronto with when we traded. For um, Dragic, um, no. Um, oh man, sorry. For Portland. Oh, uh, Trent Jr. Yeah, Trent Jr. Do we kind of does he does he develop his game to be more of that combo scoring guard? Yeah. Um, you know, he's not he's not a huge guard, but he he can kind of play off ball with Suggs, um, maybe a six man type of role. Well, yet to be seen. I don't know how they're going to use him. So. He, I mean, he played decent. I, I still think he should have, you know, considering all the minutes he had. I think he's, he 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 uh, he should have been in an, at least an all rookie team. But um, I don't know if he was. Was he? Mm, I'm not sure I think if he, he got did. Snu- I think he got snubbed. Yeah, maybe he did. I was gonna say, I'd 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 best he got second. I don't think he I don't think he made a rookie team though. Yeah. 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 I find him like, you know, I don't know. Like I, I just I want to like him, but I see him. As like a, a future high level role player, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, like six man, like a, like a, yeah. like a, a good six man. You know, uh, uh, he could score, right? Yeah, just, you know, I just he's more of a score than he is a facilitator. Yeah, from what I've seen, but yeah, yeah, like you could come off the bench almost like you know I want to say Lou Williams, but not even probably even a little mm-hmm. yeah, like Lou Williams or a little better maybe even you know what I mean like just coming off the bench that type of thing. But I don't see him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't see him like this star talent. Like, I think he's good, but I don't. I just don't see that from. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Like he's. I think he's gonna be a foundational piece for now. I won't call him a cornerstone or a franchise guy at all, though. I just, I just don't see it. Like he's got a. Maybe I'll. You know, let me be wrong, but I just, I don't see it right now. We're spending a lot of time on on Orlando. Can we move on? Yeah, yeah. We get. Let's move on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Number fourteen, we got the Detroit Pistons. Uh, with respect to Dwayne Casey's history with the Raptors and and looking out for the future of his current team, are the Pistons on that Bruno timeline? Are they two years away from being two years away? <laughs> you want to know something? I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of have him a, maybe a a, a a slot higher. You know, um, really Detroit. Yeah, I think Detroit's going to be one of those teams that are going to be very good, but are going to be fun to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the Pistons is, were very smart um, last year getting Jeremy Grant, and 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 obviously, I mean, they they, they lucked out with getting Kate Cunningham. Mm-hmm. I think they have potential to to you know at least get around that thirty win range. Mm-hmm. Um, the move that I liked a lot, and, and people slept on, I think that they they had a lot of bigs last year, but I think the bigs were all kind of like they didn't fit the modern NBA mold. Mm-hmm. And I really like the move of getting Kelly Olynyk. Um, but I mean, overall, it's 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 still Detroit Pistons, right? Yeah. So whether whether they're a slot higher or a slot lower, they're still in the cellar of these. And 
Um, I think they have a little more light than Orlando. There's a lot more pieces that they be added, but they do have a lot of good core young pieces mm-hmm. um, that we got to see if, if are they going to develop, are they going to mesh together, how long is that going to take? But the, the you know all in all, they're on the up and up. Uh, I think sooner or later they'll probably have to flip some of their older assets to get some younger to to add on to the core, yeah, um, and then and then go. But uh, I'm not going to waste any more time on Detroit. But yo, I do miss my man Dwayne Casey. Y'all know that I love him. I, I know you do. I know you do. You, <laughs> you love you love him like an uncle. Like you you would definitely yeah. you definitely drink like an Antiguan rum with him on the couch. Yeah, know, yeah, with having the oversized suits. I yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing about my this man. team. There's nothing about this team I like. I like right now. I'll be honest with you. I, I, outside of my interest in Cade, because like I said, I, I haven't really watched them too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw on the schedule that on November 10th they play Houston, so it's going to be him versus Jalen Green, and I think it's actually ESPN game, so that might be worth watching. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think yeah, and I, and I like Jeremy Grant too. Um, mm-hmm. he showed me a lot last year. I did not expect him to do. Um, some of the numbers that he was doing. And I know you can say it's just empty calories or chasing stats, but I don't think he was really chasing stats. I think he was actually, you know, he was actually pretty efficient when you look at the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They by far have the most Canadians on that roster with Corey Joseph, uh, Kelly Olynyk, and Trey Lyles. So shout out to all of them continuing to provide that legacy for Canadian ball outside of Lyles, who doesn't really, I don't know, acknowledge us, I guess. Um, <laughs> well... Well, well, I'll say this: I don't know if they have they have as many as the as the raps do now. Do they? Who does the raps have other than Bantam? Rap, rap, Boucher. Oh yeah, Birch. Oh yeah, and Birch. That's right. What and, and, that's and, right. and 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 Delano. Ah uh, yes, that's right. I forgot Birch. I was forgetting about Birch. My bad. Come on, you you forget about our Montreal peoples, man. Know, Come I, on, that's, man. That's sad. Stripe half a stripe off my chest. Half a stripe. There you go, man. Um, Montreal stand up. Hey, shout out to my man Berkey at Red Rush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ken Birch. We might have to get him on a pod, actually, man. Hell yeah. We got to get my yeah. man Berkey on it. Dan Burke. Yo, the mayor of Montreal. Yeah, we got to get him on a pod soon. Um, Yeah, I, I like Sadiq Bay, And other than that, mm-hmm. Randall, like, I got nothing else about Detroit. Let's move on. Nah. <laughs> move on. Number 13, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers. And... <laughs> <laughs> You're already laughing. I, I I know every year since LeBron left, we, we rip Cleveland every year in this post. Um, does the Cavs drafting Evan Mobley at least advise us that there's a light towards the end of this tunnel? Or should we just continue to shit all over them like, we can, we were, like we're conditioned to do at this point? Listen, the reason why I had Detroit higher, because I think Detroit did more to get to at least stay higher than they than, than in Cleveland. Cleveland didn't do anything to make their team better. I don't think Evan Mobley is a is a is a piece that helps move the needle for that team. It's a piece for a longevity that that you're you're building on. Like he can eventually be a good player. But I don't even know if that's the right environment for him to to, to grow and succeed. I mean Cleveland Cleveland has a lot of solid pieces like mm-hmm. Colin Sexton, was it Isaac uh Okoro, Okoro, yeah. Garland, uh, Darius Garland, and now you have Evan Mobley, and then they, you know, um, you know, they just re-signed um, Jared Allen. You know, Jared Allen. Up but despite, yeah, but despite all that, man, they they, they 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 can't bring the talent together to produce wins. So, and it just it's shown, right? So, yeah. um, 
they, they have the, the talent offensively, but defensively is where the problem lies for this team. I mean, they, they, I think they've always been perennially like last in defense, um, and I don't expect to get much better um, anytime soon. And, and the other thing, too, is what's going on with my man Kevin Love? Like, what is going I on know. with him? Like, he's terrible now. Like, like, they can't even get rid of that guy. Well, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, why? Like, why do they have so many bigs? It kind of lends to what you're talking about with their core, right? Like, yeah, if, I don't get it. Like, they, why does this team have so much bigs? Between their core and Kevin Love, it's it's a complete logjam. Like, they gotta mm-hmm. find a they gotta find a way to buy him out because to me, you you can't have him on this team at this point. If nope. if he stays a, another year on this on the Cavaliers, you ever see his hair? It's gonna go completely gray. <laughs> he's, he's, the only thing I can think of right now, at the top of my head, is like. The, the two contracts that are just bloated and just sitting in Never Never Land is is his and um, John Wall. Yeah, uh, I, I just just those, those are like you can't move those contracts. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, what do you do? Like, you, you make a swap, or like, <laughs> like maybe you know, I, I don't know. I have no idea what to do with like who's going to want to take that, and they're not going to buy him out. So yeah, so it, yeah. It, 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 they may ha- they may have to because I I don't see that ending well this year. Like he's yeah. he's showing his fits where like he'll just spaz out on the court at times when he's not getting the ball, and he's just and it's not talent. I I just think he's just and I don't I don't even know if he's necessarily watched. He's just too injured at this point. Bro, man. Oh, actually, I watched no, him no. play U.S. basketball. It was horrendous. He was horrendous. Really, he was horrendous. He can't move. Yeah, he moves like he moves like Tin Can Man. Like you don't even he moves like RoboCop. Like he, he I, I moves, don't know. He moves like us when we try to play ball now. But we're, we're like 10 years yeah, older. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Perfect example. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but the, the well before we move on though, the one thing I want to ask is like what is the problem? What do they do with what do they do with Sexton? Because, you know, I think Sexton's a talent. You know, if God if, if God granted him 5 inches, you know, we would be viewing him so much differently, but he's a point guard as a, you know, masquerading as a as a hogging two guard. And despite his, mm-hmm. his improvements as a, as a player, you know, after this summer, he's eligible for a five-year, $168 million extension this summer. Are you really going to give him that money? No. I wouldn't. No. They were they were almost at the point of – they were trying to trade him last year. Yeah. And no team no team really wanted him. Like, yeah. again, he, he's, he's trapped in that – like, we're talking about Cole on Orlando. He's in the same vein to me. Like, I mean, he's, he's more – Yeah, he's a better version. Kind of, yeah, he's a better version. But I'm just saying, like – like, I don't know. Like, and, and and I don't know if he wants to be a six man because that's kind of the role I see him as. Like, you're yeah. talking about like a Lou Will, like a a microwave type player come in and just go get yours. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's the. They're just stuck in in that in that mediocrity, um, and even below that. So yeah. um, they need a major piece to shake them up, and I don't know if it's going to come anytime soon. And I don't know if, if if drafting Evan Mobley was the right piece for them to do that too. So. I don't know, man. I I I really like Mobley. I mean, like first of all, like he's a legit seven footer, man. And with that skill set, like to me, I, I always feel like he's a more aggressive Chris Bosh. You know what I mean? But to me, once he gets the strength of the league, I I think like you really build around that guy. So to me, that's why I'm like as okay. as good as Sexton has been. You know, in terms of like talent, I just mm-hmm. think it's. I think he's more empty calories, where it's just he just he's just fending for himself. 
You know, mm-hmm. so I just think you let him go. You let you let Steph Curry's guy Darius Garland be the star of the backcourt, and mm-hmm. you, you just keep it moving. You just you just go from there. But yeah, I I, I just think at this stage, there's I don't know, like uh, with Sexton, like don't get me wrong, he's on my fantasy team. He's a great fantasy <laughs> pickup. I, I'm I'm happy about keeping him on my on my as one of my keepers in our league this year. But <laughs> but other but outside of that, like in reality, I I can't stand him. But but fantasy wise, I'll take him. I have no problem with Sexton. I just don't know if he if if if, if he helps equate to wins and losses. But from a fantasy standpoint, I, I feel you. I mean, he's on a terrible team going off. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't see. I just don't see with all the, the 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 bigs they have and that rotation. I don't see how at least this year how Mobley's going to get that time to really develop with all those guys. I, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see it. But I. I'm not saying I'm right. No, I, I, you have a point there. You have a point there for sure. Um, let's let's move on. We're talking too long about yeah. Cleveland. Um, <laughs> no, number twelve, we got the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, can this team build off their playing tournament experience, or are they definitely missing the playoffs to at least 2023-2024? Well, you want to know something? I I, I think it's it, it's safe to say that that uh, at least in my opinion, I think Charlotte will be. In that hunt to contend for for a, a playing spot, okay. Again. Like I, I think they they didn't change their roster much, but I think they got you know they got a little bit more seasoned and, and, and better at, at establishing like you know like we talked about growth. Like look what happened to Lamelo Ball. Yeah. Loved what I saw from PJ Washington mm-hmm. last year, and, and 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 I mean Scary Terry. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I think all those players should take a a, a leaps this next season um you know gordon hayward um i've never been also a fan of his but he's kind of a a solidified himself as kind of like that scoring threat that 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 guy that could come in and get the bucket and kind of what his role was in utah um i think he'll grow with that core and i I think that they they have some solid pieces to be competitive And, and i think they're one of the more exciting teams and i think they did well in the draft and I'm excited to see what they're going to bring. I think they'll definitely be above 500. Um, hmm. you, you, so okay. I, I, I could see the I could see them scratching like the surface of you know them and the Raps are kind of neck and neck to me. That's interesting because so. so so what did you have on your list? Because I I can't remember exactly what number you ranked them. You either ranked them number 11, 12, or 10th. Were you 10th? Did you have them 10th? I think I had them ten. I okay. think I had them. I think I had them ten. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I, but, but yeah, like I, 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 I still think you know teams like Washington haven't made. Like I think Russell Westbrook is a big loss. I think Russell Westbrook down the line really turned what? on his game to what? another level to carry him. Westbrook. Well, last year with Washington, right? Oh, like, okay. Washington, sorry, Washington. Yeah, yeah sorry. When, when, last year, when, when they made it to the – when Washington made it to the, the – play-in tournament, yeah, yeah. The yeah. play-in t- tournament, like, that was because, you know, like, Westbrook went off. That's that yeah. triple – when he started getting those triple doubles and just kind of put yeah, the team on his back, them. like, yeah. I carried them, right? So yeah. I think he, he played well. Like, the team is not, you know, talented at all. So even with the trades they got for Westbrook this year, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll talk Washington soon. I just don't see. I think Charlotte's still better, in my opinion. Okay, no, that's 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 fair. It's a fair assessment. I, and they, and I mean, they got a lot of exciting play, Like they got a lot of exciting players between Ball, 
um, mm-hmm. Ball to, to Miles Bridges Lobs, Scary Terry, who I like, depending on if mm-hmm. you like watching, you know, Gordon Hayward, which I do personally. Mm-hmm. The health thing is obviously is a, it plays a part. You know, PJ Washington. Part. Yeah, PJ Washington's mm-hmm. a, a, a good young player. I even like to pick up a Kelly Oubre. You know, I think they're going to be must-see TV yeah. for sure, but, you know, especially yeah. if you have your league pass. But the problem is mm-hmm. they're so small, man. Like, I, like I'll yeah. say Mason Plumlee, yeah. they got no bigs. They got yeah. no bigs at all. Shout, shout out to Jamaica's own Nick Richards. Remember the big man that was on Kentucky? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he made he made the Hornets roster. So, But I have Good a feeling him. it's going to be between that and the G League. But, I mean, at least, at least he's on there. So, you know, shout out to him. Uh, on a completely unrelated note, though, um, should we also pour out a little liquor for P.J. Washington every time we see him now that he has uh, Brittany <laughs> Renner? He has Brittany Renner as a dependent? Yeah, but he's an idiot. <laughs> He's a, he's a certified he's a certified young bull idiot. You know what I mean? Like he don't got no old heads to put him down, man. Come on, man. You gotta you, you in the league, man. You gotta be put on game. You can sniff that out from a mile away. That guy, and then he puts himself in all these compromising positions again. Like yo, dog, you just gotta stay off social media. Someone gotta take your phone, and you just gotta go. And, you know what I mean? Like stay with your mama for a while, man. Just 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 relax, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, dude, like, and then she has the audacity to be out there clowning him on, on I know. Like, socially. Like, 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 she's, like, like she's got, she's got your bag. Like, dude, uh, got, yeah, dude got hermed, man. Like, yo, man, you, you, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be put on to game, man. Like, that's just, that's just, that's just poor judgment. You know, someone got to look out for my man. MJ got to slap him in the head like he used to do to Monk. <laughs> Something like honestly, it's, yeah. it's one of those things. Like if ESPN does like a another broke documentary, and, and like you know twenty thirty or twenty thirty five, I, I have a feeling he might be contending on that show. Just based on the, the beginning of this, I I just hope somebody puts it back on the right track. But but like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what Ball does. You know, in in year two, you know, I, like I you're hoping with all the fun that he's gonna be to watch, you just want to see if he makes a significant leap, especially with his talent going into year two. Number 11, we got the Washington Wizards. Outside of living in Chocolate City, why else do you think Bradley Beal wants to stick with the Wizards so badly? Or or is it because he never wants to live further than 50 miles away from Howard Homecoming weekend? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, or maybe he just wants to be close. Remember what was it? Club, was it Club Dream? Oh, Club Dream? <laughs> Yo, Randall, it, it, it's, it's one of my deep regrets in my life that we never attended Howard Homecoming. You know what I'm saying? And and the joke is though, we're we're actually still young enough to go, Randall. Maybe that's next year's got next year's trip. Maybe we gotta plan that hey, for twenty twenty two. maybe, maybe if we cross the dead border. <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yeah, that <laughs> that <laughs> and if our, and if we can come back to our wives. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, also that. Also that. It's kinda it's kind. Of, it's kind of like what's that? What's that movie? Uh, uh, um, oh, old school? Not old school. Oh yeah, not old school. The the one where they, what's his name? With that guy Zach. What's his name? You know the the. Uh, oh, Zach. neighbors. <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> Is it bat neighbors or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about Zach Efron. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting fraternities, old fraternities again. This, this yeah. is what we're doing on campus. Going to all the Chinese spots on 7th Avenue. Yeah, I know. I know. Just the, <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. Um, 
I, I like for I don't know. Like to me, I, the only thing I can think of, Randall, with him is you. Everybody has to be the face of a franchise. A franchise, you know, there's 30 teams in the league. Somebody has to be the face of of one of them, right? And right. not everybody can be, you know, a franchise guy. So, and, and somebody like Bradley Beal, we've said in past podcasts, we love DC. You know, DC's a a, a great town. Um, it's very progressive in a lot of ways. Just just depending on the market, you know, if the fact that you really love, you know, Chocolate City and just you know, being the face of a franchise. I mean, there's worse places you can be, right? Like, DC's right. not a bad place to end up to being the face of a franchise. Like, you know, so especially if you're black. Like, I don't think right. it's, it's the worst thing in the world. But, I mean, outside of, like, that, I don't necessarily know for sure why you'd want to stay. But, I mean, those those aren't two bad reasons. I mean, you can get the Supermax if he decides to stay. So mm-hmm. that's that's another, you know, good reason as well, right? I, I, I think, you know, maybe I'm being too harsh, but... All I know is that they can easily exceed my expectations and, and make the playoffs. But that being said, I still I, I need to see more to believe it. Like I still like is Beal Beal enough to carry this team? Right. Is is Beal? I don't even know why he at this point he, he's he's really bought in. He's kind of like that Demar. Like he's he's entrenched in the fabric of DC right by now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. just been there so long. I remember when everyone just loved Demar, and then like, I don't know. At this point, is do, do you do you move on, or do you you, you or you continue to build around Beal? And is Beal the person to really build around? That's the other thing, right? Yeah, is he that good? Like I I don't know. Like I, I think they're grasping at straws here. I mean, they have some solid pieces. You know, you got Beal. I, I like Kyle Kuzma. I'm interested to see what he can do. Yeah, Codwell Pope. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of of of, of Montrezl Harrell. But um, but on top of that, that that there's some young players like uh, Rui Hachimura mm-hmm. and uh, was it Ty- Thomas Bryant? Like he got injured, the big. Yeah. But they got they Gafford got that, too. That, pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So they have some they have some solid players. Again, will it all mesh together? I don't know. I don't know if it, if, if if they're gonna take that extra leap to go to the playoffs like they did last year. They have a little bit more depth this year, so that might help. And it is. But the unfortunate thing is the East is stronger this year. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough for me. Yeah, like, I, it's funny. Like, I think, yeah, Rui, he's made some strides last year. I really like him. I can see him being either their second or third best scorer, but it all depends on who wins that role between him and Kuzma, to be honest with you. Because I think, you know, I think we were even talking about this from the summer, but I think that, that Kuzma uh, pick is a little bit slept on at, in terms of that trade, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. and, and then they got Spencer Dinwiddie, who you know I think it's safe to say we're both fans of, right? Unless I have that wrong, but right. I, I think he's a steady point guard as well, and he's going to be first time he's actually being able to really run a team. He's not backing up anybody, you know what I mean? Like this is his first time he's actually starting. He's getting real starters minutes. He's going to be backing up, not backing up, sorry, but he's going to be uh, in the backcourt with Beal. It's interesting to see where they're, they're going to go. Like, in the East, is funny. I can see – I know you're saying you're not a fan of, Her, of Harrell, but I feel like he's going to be some trouble for some teams. Like, to me, it's – because they, they needed a little bit more aggressiveness, especially up front. So I think it's it's a little bit of an underrated move, you know, to me, at least in my opinion. You know, going back to the Beal thing before we, we move on, you know, again, he's, he's up for an extension in 2023, you know, for that Supermax possibly. And mm-hmm. – you know, and like I said, you have to have somebody represent your team as a, as a face. But and and there's there's few players that's better to rep your franchise, and at least in that area. But 
who's that player on the roster that's going to push the Wizards to that next level? Or who's the player that you trade for to put them in that place? That's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, like, and what are you going to get back for Beal? If you trade him, I, I feel like I, I feel like you're just going to get back a few quarters. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like you're, 50, you're, 60 you're, you're going to get a toonie. You, 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 he's a toonie and you get two loonies. Like, what are you going to get? Like, like uh, you trade him, you get back, like, uh, let's say you trade him. I'm giving an example. I'm not saying they do this, but let's say, like, a team like Portland. You trade him to Portland, you get, like, a McCullough and, uh, you know, I don't know, another few whatever pieces, mm-hmm. you know. Anthony um, Simon or but, something like that. Yeah, like I, I just don't know what you're gonna get from maybe if you draft pick first rounders, right? Like I don't know what what comparison you're gonna get back for for a player like that. Like I, I mean, look, he, he is a, he is one of the top players in the league for sure. Yeah, I just I just don't know how much of an like an impact player he is to that extent because he just hasn't proved it, right? Yeah, I think I, I mean think may, it's... Sorry, maybe they jumped the gun with. with with trading wall, maybe they should have just kind of held Pat a little longer, like even though he was injured and with the bloated contract. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I can't call it, man. Um I can't call it. Yeah, no, I and you know the one thing I'll say before we move on is is he a superstar? No. I think he's a star. You think he's like a, a high level all star? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say I think a, he's a I notch think, below a superstar. Right, right. I think he was in that kind of that higher than like the Kyle Lowry's and the DeMar, DeMar DeRozan's, you yeah. know, that kind of level. He's in that um, Jimmy Butler kind of area. I think he was, yeah, I think he was, he, he, he's in that, he's in that, 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 uh, that star range and not a superstar. I, I think a superstar is, is, is a player that it kind of transcends the game or, or not so much transcends the game. But I don't think that's the right phrasing, but more or less affects a team to win, like the, yeah. the, the win loss calls, they could carry a team to the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. you know, like you put them on any team and they kind of make that team better. That's yeah. kind of what I consider a superstar. Like, like, you know, like he's worth put, at least 40 wins right off the top. Kevin Durant or LeBron James or Giannis on any team, that team's going to the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter. You put Giannis and Detroit Pistons, they're going to, they're the, going playoffs, to the playoffs. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't think you're that's right. the case with Beal. That's a great point. Right? That's a great point. Like a, a superstar to me is worth about at least forty wins. They're worth at least right. they're worth at least a five hundred record with nobody else on the roster. Like uh, like case in your point right. with Detroit, you put them on Detroit. Giannis on Detroit, they're gonna win at least 40, 40 games or so, just with him alone. Right? So you're right. right. You're right. It's a great point. Um, number 10, we got the Toronto Raptors. We the North Raptors. Home team. This Ooh, this is by far my the, squad. This is by far my the earliest. Squad. My beloved Toronto Raptors. Well, I can start off by saying this, and we always talk a lot about the Raptors, but you know, losing Cal Lowry and Free, I think it, it's safe to say that um our time of being like perennial playoff uh contenders or or even uh, participants is <laughs> coming to an end for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or for for a little bit, right? So, so given also the fact that the the, the Eastern Conference is, is improved so much, I think you know the Ra- Raptors are unfortunately like the odd man out. Um, I think they have a lot of great young talent. Like I I, I did like the trade. We talked at length about it last year. Um, 
or the year at before when they, they traded for Gary Trent Jr. Um, you know, Chris Boucher's upcoming talent. You know, um, OG looks great in the preseason. Fred Van Vliet, you know, all the young guys. You know, drafting Scotty Barnes, it looks like it was it was the right move for, for this team. And they got a bunch of nice, you know, young pieces in place. And then you still got, you know, Pascal Siakam coming back, you know, that we, we can work with to develop. With all that being said, it's going to be tough for them to, to – because we just don't got that franchise player, right, uh, moving forward. And, 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 I mean, Larry wasn't a franchise player, but he added a little bit of some of that element, right? Yeah. And, and, and I'm not sure if Siakam is that guy, right? And, and he's been – and I only say that because he's been disappointing for, 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 for a while, even though we showed some flashes and, um, you know, he's always been surrounded around – better players like you know when he was performing people forget he had you know um gasol ibaka um you know larry Kawhi, and Kawhi. right i mean yeah and like you know you had a bunch of players that were were, were, were you surrounded around not to mention still like van vliet og all solid players so you know you can't i i kind of it's kind of like fool's goal I think he fit that role as the quintessential kind of second man up because just out of sheer um, situation, right? So I don't know if he, he's the type of guy that can carry this team to, to, to relevancy. But, I mean, let's see. This is this is the year to show it. Um, regardless, it's still a solid, solid team. I mean, uh, they're coached well. They play hard. Um, you know, 40 wins is, is, is fair for them, in my opinion. So... Man, Randall's so excited. He, he, he didn't even let me ask the question. God damn, he just went right over the thing, man. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Raptors is my squad, so I don't even need to. <laughs> I already know what it is. It's all good, but I'm like, damn, the, the excitement is real in this, this this guy's heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got two words for you. Um, I don't know if it's two words or much less two letters, but the letters is OG. I, like, I don't know. I'm just judging from the preseason, mind you, but mm-hmm. he, he's starting to get his boogie on, man. I, I, I'm truly excited to see if he starts to put it all together. I, I've been I've been saying, like, he might have that Kawhi thing going from, you know, when he was here because I always believed, like, he was going to be the one that benefited off of him being here for that one year. I didn't think it was going to be Siakam. Um, mm-hmm. They have a similar build, even though, like, physically, but even though I, you know, at this stage, I think OG is probably bigger than him now. But to me, yeah. he was very solid last year. And, and if the preseason is any indication, I think a lot of people are going to be amazed by his elevation, you know, as, yeah. as, especially as a two-way player. And the other thing is, you know, from, from this summer, from, from the way that Masai was kind of building the team, and I think it was really smart of him to do it this way, like just especially in this era, outside of, of Fred Van Vliet and, and Goran Dragic, you got a, at least eight to nine players that are at least six seven to six nine with long arms, Everyone's interchangeable. That alone is going to keep them in every game. Now, I just don't know about the consistency in terms of scoring, but right. but every game defensively, they're going to be in it. They're going to be like a bitch to, to play against. Like even it's funny, even Joel Embiid, they asked him. Um, I don't know who, who the interview was, but they asked him like who's like one of his toughest opponents, and he says to this day it's the Raptors because they said they're long, and he said and they come from all these weird angles to, to double team him. So he's like, it's just, it's just hard to deal with them every night, you know. And the fact that he's still even saying that now, you know, it's, oh, wow. it's actually pretty impressive. Um, yeah. 
I, I really want to say that Siakam's going to have a bounce back year. I really do. But I know he's coming off that shoulder injury, so I don't know how his, uh, his offseason was. But I, I feel like being back in, in the six is going to invigorate him. Like, my, my only oh. thing is just – it's just how is his mindset going to be? Like, you know, I'm not calling him Nick Anderson or anything like that. I think he's far away from that. But, you know, we all can't ignore that regression that he had since he's been in the bubble, right? Right. And and I guess the question I'll ask you before we move on, um, what do you think it's going to take uh, for Toronto to get back amongst the elite? Like, is there any way they can do it from their homegrown talent? Or you just think they got to just try to pull another trade like a Kawhi thing or something? No, I, I think I think you know I think we're in the we're we're not far from the one thing that hurts is that the East has got a lot better, yeah. Right. So I think if the East wasn't as strong as it is now, or kind of it was what it was like a few years ago, I think they would be on the fringe of like you know make not the fringe. I think they'd be like you know sixth, seventh, yeah. maybe fifth, you know, in, in the East. But the fact that the East has kind of come up, it's going to take them a while. To kind of get things going, they may be squeaking into eighth, and they may surprise. They, they have that type of team you don't know. They'll, they'll definitely think, be a play-in contender. Like they're going to play in that play-in tournament because it's right, going on again right, this year. Like, right. They'll definitely. I'll be stunned if they're not at least in like in this spot, the tenth spot, playing in the play-in tournament. I'll be stunned. Right. Exactly. So I think we got to give it some time to see how things unfold. Um, the good thing is that they're a young team on the fringe of experimenting on something we haven't really seen too much. I think the, the Sixers tried to do it with all that length and, and getting all, but the only problem with the Raptors is that they don't have, again, I'm going to keep harping on this, they got to solidify someone that's a, a quote-unquote star, right? Like, you know, they don't even got like a Bradley Beal. We're talking about like, Bradley Beal superstar. We don't even got a star. Like, I don't even consider Pascal Siakam a star yet. You feel me? Yeah. So... We 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 gotta we gotta see what's going on and we gotta figure out um, what we can do once we start to develop some of this talent. Then we're gonna have to kind of unfortunately start trading some of it away. Which is right? crazy. And that's, which is crazy because it wasn't Siakam. Like, is any one year removed from being on the All NBA team? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was. But again, like, listen, we lost Kawhi, but I don't think people really realized how good. Like okay, Gasol was washed up, but he was a perennial, a perennial. But he was he was a star in the league at one point. Yeah, right? he was for sure. Franchise so he has player. experience. Yeah, he knows franchise how to player. The floor. He knows how to do little things on offense. He commands attention. And then you had Serge Ibaka, right? Who was coming off one of his best years in the NBA ever, right? So his production was high. He demanded you know attention on offense. It opens up the floor. People don't realize we had, then you had Carl Lowry. You have, like, the dynamics were different. When all those guys left, it was a shell of a team. And he couldn't, he didn't have the, 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 the bandwidth to operate the way he did before, right? Because we had no center that demanded no attention. Things was like a pylon, right? Mm-hmm. So you have that extra kind of help defense on him, and he can't create a shot. And that was never his game to create a shot. Right, he was a transitional player, a player that you know you get you, you kind of swing on the backside and he attacks, you know, you know that kind of stuff. Like, but you know, once in a blue moon, you create an isolation on a mismatch because he is a, a four, right? And not all fours are good defenders. So, um, again, we're going to see this season when he comes back 
what he's made of. And maybe he's going to show and prove and take his game to the next level. I don't see it. I don't know if his trajectory is is, is ever meant to be that high. Um, but he was in a lot of Raptor rumors, and they were trying to trade for him. I just don't think the value was there for him. And yeah. There's a reason why. That's all I'm going to say. Now, before we move on, you know, um, I'm happy for Ken Birch, like not just because he's from Montreal and he's playing for, you know, where we're living mm-hmm. at, but I mean, considering where he was, you know, in terms of Orlando and he was just languishing on the bench, like I actually think this move is a good move for his career. You know, abs- like he's going to get playing time. You know what I mean? Like he's, I think mm-hmm. if, if he continues doing what he's going to do, he's, he's definitely going to get to the next contract. He's, he's going to get the bag. Like he's going to get a, he's going to get a, a, another bag secured, which is going to be like a higher amount. Like that bag's going to be pretty full. Like him and Boucher, like I'm happy for the two of them, man. Like I think both of them are in a position to get some money, you know, in the next couple of years. You know, they just have to see yeah. how the development is, you know, going forward first. But being in Toronto for them, not just because they're playing in Canada, I just think it's, which is a dream for both of them, mind you. But um, I just think it's like they could secure some money going forward. You know what I mean? It's just, they just got to keep playing, doing what they're doing, essentially. Maybe if they could just jump a, a not even a full level, just maybe even half a level, they're going to secure some money. Um, yeah, I don't think Boucher is. I don't think Boucher is going to be on the Raptors at the end of the year. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't think they're going to re up on him. I think they're going to probably trade. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, every year we always do the State of the Raptors address. So um, we're, yeah. we'll definitely have some conversations. You know, halfway through at the halfway point of the year regarding them. <laughs> Number nine, we got the Indiana Pacers after what we just witnessed with this team last year and their mini collapse. Um, tell people why they should be excited about them this year. Because Randall, I'll be honest, I got nothing. I, I don't think. Don't let last season deceive you. This is a solid Pacers team, and, and if, if if they weren't for the injuries last year, they could have made a, a definitely the postseason. Like I don't think. Okay, I think that's that, true. that 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 coaching change with Nick, what, what's his name, Coach Person? Nate. Yeah, he was terrible. He really he was. was. Terrible. He was horrible. So Indiana was one of those teams in the NBA that was most affected by injuries and uh, when it comes to, like, you know, losses. And if the Pacers can stay healthy throughout the season, I think they can find themselves at least in a playing situation uh, come, you know, May. And I think Rick Carlisle is back in Indiana, and it should be interesting, you know, to, to, to see what he could do with this team. I mean, you still got, you know, uh, I know Malcolm Brogdon didn't show too well last year, but, again, there was injuries. Yeah. You know, Karis LeVert didn't even play, like, what, half of the year. You know, T.J. Warren didn't play at all. You know, yeah. um, he's he, still he's coming out. back. I don't even know. Yeah, he's still out. He's still out indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Sabonis, and then you have Miles Turner. I think that's a solid foundation. And then, you know, and there's players I'm missing out on. But when you're talking about teams in the Eastern Conference, I don't think you can ever sleep on them for making the playoffs. And, and they're not an easy win, put it that way. Being that, you know, you're, you're, you're repping the MTL, you're repping uh, Montreal, are we allowed to claim Chris Duarte? We can, right? Can we? I don't know. Right? He's more of a Dominican cat, right? Okay. I think he, he was born in Montreal. But, I mean, so hypothetically, I think he is Canadian, but he's more Dominican. I mean, did you hear the guy talk? <laughs> no, I, I actually haven't heard him. I haven't heard him. He sounds, like, he sounds like he plays the baseball. <laughs> he, he sounds like he's from uh, Puerto Plata? Puta, oh, yeah. He Puta, Puta, Puta like, Puta like, <laughs> So, so he's more David Ortiz. Like he's, he's more Dor- David Ortiz than uh, than uh, than Cote Oh yeah, 
Okay. Oh, All right, I got oh, you. I got you. Um, honestly, outside of Rick Carlisle, you know, who's I think he's a massive upgrade from from Coach Nate, you know, and I think he's gonna regulate that locker room, get better control of it. He's gonna have them playing better, playing harder. You know, if they're healthy, I, like this spot, I think is a is a good spot for them. But to me, I'm not. There's nothing to be excited about them with this team, with the exception of, well, I was gonna say seeing what what Chris Duarte does, but now you have him as David Ortiz's son, so forget it, I guess, right? Um, <laughs> To me, this this team is like a they're a trade waiting to happen, because to me, you either gut your backcourt for Ben Simmons, or mm-hmm. you trade Miles Turner. But this team, to me, it's like they're missing something. I'm not disagreeing that they're not solid, but they're mm-hmm. they're missing they're missing something, and then they're just not healthy, really, right? Because like, Levert, I don't think he's starting the season because he has a fractured back, and like I said before, T.J. Warren, he's still out indefinitely. Like to me, it's mm-hmm. like this team is like. It's like a tuna sub from from Subway. Like you can eat it, you can put oregano, you can put peppers in it and stuff, but you'll be fulfilled. But it's still a sub. Like you're never gonna eat it for dinner. You know what I mean? Unless your options are limited. You know, so it's a hoagie. It's, a, yeah. it's just a hoagie. Yeah, it's a hoagie. Basically, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like it's not even a Philly yeah. cheesesteak. It's it's a sub. It'll, it'll sustain you, just but just a hoagie. you know. But but there's there's different options on the menu you want to look at, or even a different restaurant. You know what I mean? But right. to me, honestly, I would love to see Brogdon and Lavert in Philly. So I kind of hope they trade for Ben Simmons because I, I would love to see the two with them in Philly playing alongside Embiid. I think that would actually be a really solid pickup for the for that squad if they could do that. But right. I don't know if they will. Number eight, we got the New York Knicks. Is there any way? Coming back home to New York City boosts Kemba Walker's power like Thor's hammer in the Avengers, especially considering, Randall, that it's officially now Timberland season in the tri-state area. Yo, you know, Kemba is my dog. Tell him. Yeah, he's at Tegan, right? Yes, yes. yes. So, you know, know, I mean, I'm I'm all in on Kemba. But, um... (laughs) You know, I, I, yo, I, the Knicks, man, I can easily put them even put them ahead. I mean, they had a surprising year last year, but I think they 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 could have stable. I think they stabilized themselves as as kind of like that, uh, like a, a perennial uh, playoff team going forward. Like mm-hmm. at least, like you know, when I say perennial, like they're not going to be um, in the top half of the East, like 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 top echelon, like five or, or so. But I would put them in like that six to, to the eight range. You know, even if they've lost some players like Reggie Bullock, and I know like it was Alfred Payton, they were able to replace them with with two better players, yeah. with Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. So um, because of of how they leaped last year and and the, and the moves they made this this season, you know, I expect them to be you know a very solid team, and and for them to you know with the players they have like um, R.J. Barrett. I think you know everyone's harsh on him, but I think he's going to take a step in, in development in his game. Um, and the big man, what's his name? Um, Randall Julius. Uh, Rand, Julius Randall. I think he, he's going to. He's going to. I know a lot of people aren't a fan of his game, but last year he showed out. And I think with all this better talent around him, yeah, um, it's, it's not going to demand as much attention on his shoulders. And you saw that in the playoffs where he couldn't carry the team to that next level because that's just not. It's like it's like Pascal, right? Like, yeah. He plays his role. He has to play it well. But I think with these there's definitely a cap to him. There's definitely a cap. Right, right. And with these new additions around him, I think it's going to help a lot. Like Kemba and Fournier are going to take a lot of that offensive load off of his shoulders, where he could go to work 
um, in his own realm. So, um, and, and you also got R.J. Barrett, who, who puts up like at least like, you know, anywhere between 15 to 20 points a game. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I think they're definitely going to be one of those teams that surprises a lot. So, Yeah, I still see them as a playoff team, but to me they go as far as Randall and, and R.J.'s right hand takes them. You know what I mean? Like because if you if you watch the playoffs, like Atlanta, they basically sat on their left hand, you know, and they they just couldn't get to it, right? And there's a cap to to Randall's ceiling, but I think RJ, that's just development, right? Like I don't think that's a, I don't think he's he's not capped. It's just that that's just right. you know part of his development. He just has to get stronger in that area. But you know they're the two best players. But to me, it's like I don't know. I think if they don't fix their their issues with their right hand, I th- I think they're gonna. I think this might so, be a, or, or, or RJ's left. No, no, I know, but I'm saying with their right hand, like their their left hand. Oh, is the sorry, their right hand. hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got you. They're yeah. both left-handed. Yeah, so yeah. right. So I, I just think like if they don't fix those issues, I think they're gonna. I think this is kind of like the spot for them, you know, to lend to what mm-hmm. you're saying. Like the East got better, like they're gonna go down a bit from where they were. Cause last year they were fourth, you know, and I think like you know the other the other thing is of course health is you know that's you can say that pretty much for every team, but. Like the team, I agree with you. They definitely got better. The problem is sort of the rest of the East. Mm-hmm. But I think with, with Coach Tibbs, you, you definitely can't count them out. Like they, he's going to grind them. Like he's going to grind that team to the playoff spot. Even if he has to mm-hmm. Luol Deng guys, if he has to, he's going to grind them mm-hmm. into the ground. Like like a <laughs> like 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 a two thousand nine Honda Civic. He's he's putting three hundred k on this team if they have to make the playoffs. <laughs> he's doing whatever he's yeah, got to yeah. do. He's doing yeah. whatever they got to do. And one more thing, man. He's back in New York City. You can there's there's few things more powerful on earth than than a New Yorker and some mustard Tims. That alone's gonna fix Kemba's knee. I, I, I really believe that. <laughs> I really believe that. Um number seven, let's go to the Boston Celtics. Is Al Horford coming Ooh. back to the Celtics an underrated move? I don't know, man. Al Horford, I mean You know, a lot of people think that we're sleeping on Boston. I don't know if, even if if Al Horford can – is Al Horford even relevant? Like, did he, has he done anything in the last two years? Well, it's funny because last year I thought he played pretty well in OKC considering, you know, I think what the thing with Al Horford is is the money, right? Like, he's making like yeah. $30 million or whatever it is. I don't know if he actually – no, he didn't get bought out. I don't think he got bought out because they, they traded him, so – I think he's still getting paid that money. The, ironically enough, the money that didn't the boss didn't want to pay him when he went to Philly is now they're stuck with that contract. So go figure. But um, the, I thought last year he she, like not not to say he showed out, but he definitely didn't show that he was washed to me. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I definitely didn't see that on him. And I think Boston kind of missed him since he's left because because like Gasol in Toronto, you know when he was in Toronto, you can you can run the offense through him. You know, which mm-hmm. has, which as a as a big man, I think that's an asset. I think he has mm-hmm. I think he has something left in the tank. Don't get me wrong; he's not in his prime anymore. But I, I don't think he's I don't think he's this guy that's just washed. I just I don't see that. You know what I mean? Um, I, I know this this is another player on this team that's very near and dear to your heart. How do you feel about your boy Schroeder in his off season, bro? Yo, Schroeder. I mean, that's a I think that's a solid move for him going to Boston. Shitty move on him because he didn't secure the bag, but I think it's a good move that he landed in Boston. They needed a point guard. I still think he, he he's that type of player that can that add value, and he's he's in the East now, so I think he'll get a little bit more attention back in the East. Overall, man, I'm telling you right now, the Celtics, 
you know, they, they, they have they always have a solid roster year after year. And I think I think it's even got better. You know, they got Schroeder Schroeder. Remember, they signed Josh Richardson. Yeah, yeah. Solid piece. They mm-hmm. got Al, Al Horford and and Ernest Cantor. I know Ernest Cantor can't play no D, but yo, on our offense and he's good. And on, on top of all that, they still got their their their, their core and Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. Yeah. Um, despite whatever struggles they they've had in the past, um, they have a deeper roster. I think the only thing that's going to be interesting this year is that they don't got Brad Stevens. They find it interesting that he, he's in the front office now. Yeah. Um, What's, no, what's his, I, I, I can never pronounce his name. Is it? You know what I'm talking about. I, I'm so bad. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. I can't pronounce his name. It was terrible. Ideki? No, Ideki. I think it's Ideki. Oh, I can't pronounce his name. But he's he's. Let's not try. Sorry. Let's not try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll fall back. <laughs> um, fall no, back. Fall I'll, back. I'll fall back. I'll fall back. Um. Yeah. I, th- I think you know they they re ups uh, smart as well. Uh, which I think was a it's a good pickup. They're saying smart. he's going to start. Yeah, smart. They're saying he's going to start as a point guard. I don't know if I like that. I I, I don't like that to be honest with you because I don't think he's a point guard. He's not. Um, but with Tatum and Brown, I mean, you know, it's that like they're going to be in a lot of games between the two of them, and I think one of those two, if not both, are going to take a next leap forward. You know, my money's on Tatum a little bit just because that Olympic experience, but. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously they're going to be in a lot of games every night. They're still going to be tough. And even though we can't pronounce the coach's name, you know, he's he's earned a <laughs> reputation around the league of being a, a very solid coach, right? So um, I'm going to learn his name in the next, like, right after this podcast. I swear to you, I'm going to I'm going to learn it. Um, the only thing I like question is their depth. I'm not crazy about their depth. You know what I mean? Going forward, so that's that's where I'm like. I, I'm not sure what to do with them. Although I like uh, AK, you know Robert Williams, aka Time Lord. I, I like him as a big. You know, I think f- even you know, if you're looking at fantasy wise, like he may get you a double double with some blocks. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where where they go. But I, I don't see them. I think this is the right spot for them. I think the the theme of this this pod is like the East got better, and I think they're they're one of those teams that's you know it's. It, it, it kind of affects them in a way, not in a good way, that the East is better. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, and, and again, like they they do have they do have a team that um, potentially could be better than who we have them slated, like uh, on on in this ranking. Like they they could potentially be in the top four, talent wise. Primarily because of Tatum and Brown. Right. Right. But I, I think that they they've done more with less, right, in the past, um, yeah. and they have more now. So um, it's just it's just all about synergies, development. Um, but I, I think they have the the, the 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 talent to to be better. That's just my opinion. But. All right. So number six, we got the Philadelphia 76ers. Is Philly way too low on this list? Being number six, regardless of everything that's happening with Ben Simmons. Um, if they don't have Ben Simmons, I think they're in that range. Okay. Uh, I think Ben ends a lot of dynamic with Ben. Then you know, like this last year, they were number, they were clearly number one in these. Um, if Ben comes back and they're into men things, I think it's it's really hard to rank them, right? Um, yeah, it is. 
We just I, don't know what's going on with this whole Ben Simmons drama and how we'll how we'll end. Not, right? Will we get not, anyone back from him? Not to cut you off, but I feel like this team, in, uh, in particular, threw off how you rank like rank the, the teams in this conference. To be honest with you, because we don't know what's going on with them. But go on. Yeah, like, I, 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 regardless, they still got Joel Embiid, who's going to be like an MVP caliber player, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and I think you know they, they have. They've always had great defense, um, yep. and that will always help them to win games. But again, some of that great defense is also predicated on the fact that Ben Simmons plays. Like Ben Simmons plays a lot of minutes, and people don't realize. Like he's like thirty-five minutes per game. More than that, yeah. And that's that, yeah, more than that. Like he, it, 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 I think he, like he's on the court way more than 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 beat is. So. You take that dynamic out, I, I think it's going to hurt them. And they didn't do anything to get better. Like, all they did is basically replace Dwight Howard with Andre Drummond. Um, and that's it. Like, what did they do? What did they get? Nothing. So other than that, I mean. Which might be an upgrade, though. A slight upgrade. Yeah, but, I mean, like, does it? Yeah, it might be. But, I mean, other than that, like, do they still have, like, if they lose Ben Simmons, do they have the talent? to be in the top three or four. I think it really depends uh, on who they get back for Simmons if he gets ends up getting traded. Right, right. But at this moment, like, let's say they just hold out on him and he doesn't play. I, oh. It looks like he's going to play, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, I, I, at the time that we were talking about these rankings before, like, like at least even at this moment today, he's set to play, but are you going to get a good Ben Simmons? I don't know. Like, who knows? Yeah. So right now I would say – if Ben Simmons comes back, I, I can see them being a lot higher. But, uh, I mean, in that four or five range right now, five range, six range, where we got them, we just don't know. So we're just speculating. And I think it's it's safe to say that we it's going to be a, a – they're, they're, they're going to shift the whole rankings in the East if, if, if Ben's back and – if he's back and if he's at, at quote-unquote, um, his normal capacity and, and – uh, and productivity, and then definitely they're they're, they're contenders in the East again. Yeah, what's well, it's pretty unbelievable and shocking just how bad that whole fiasco was with, with with Ben Simmons. But for me, like, I like chaos. I like train wreck situations sometimes. <laughs> you know, so I, I kind of like him to stay on this team, which sounds funny to say because I think you know as much as you should get rid of him. Looking out the window to see chaos, or, or mm-hmm. you know, like I, I kind of like to see him stay just because. And don't get me wrong, it's number one, you know, just for that purpose is going to be unprecedented entertainment, you know, when especially when you throw in the Philly fans, like that's going to be, that's going to be crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I can't wait to see it, Randall. I can't wait to see it. I just, that part of the TMZ type of spirit in me, I, I just, I, I love to see the chaos. I want to see all this smoke and chaos. The, I, like I want to see the, you know, the, the train wreck, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Winning cures all, man. At the same time, I, I don't think it's. I think it's actually the funny thing is, even with as, as crazy as this situation looks, especially when you throw in the Philly fans, I, I think this situation. I think it's pretty reversible as long as Ben isn't being like a like a jerk about this. Like if he plays aggressively and they're winning, but I don't think he's being a jerk about it. See, I think he's getting a lot of bad rap about it. But, yo, listen. Okay, yes, there's parts of his game that. He- he hasn't improved on. Yes, there's parts of his game that he needs to man up on. I we get all that, but when your coach says the stuff that they do, 
I didn't think Doc that was the right move on Doc. I, 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 and I oh, agree. I agree with like, that. We all were we, we all were thinking the same. Yeah, I agree with but that. I, I don't I don't blame Embiid because Embiid Embiid just called it out what it was. It was a play that he felt was a pivotal part of of the game. Like yeah. he didn't say we you know Embiid didn't. I don't think Embiid was wrong for what he said. Everyone's like, oh, Embiid said no. Embiid was talking the truth. He's playing the damn game. He was the, like, look, man, like we could have got a bucket in this situation. We didn't, and, and it was a pivotal part. Do you ever? Do you have know? you ever seen that clip with him though? His his body, his reaction when that happened. Do you ever see the clip of that? YouTube that man. It's hilarious. Like he's at the top of the free throw line, and he's like, what the? F- Why well, need he just he just holds his head like at, uh, at that's that's when Ben tried to you know pass it the thigh ball. Instead of dunking on yeah. Trey Young, like you ever watch his, I gotta watch, his, his I gotta expression. Watch it again. I gotta watch his, it again. His expression and the Philly bench; those are the two funny things when you watch that back. But go on, sorry, go on. I don't it. mean to cut you. Go on. No, no, no. I'm saying I watch it. I didn't. I didn't watch it, so I, I, I missed it. But like you said, like I think, I think at the end of the day, like I don't blame, I don't blame Ben for wanting to go because he, he feels like he's not wanted. He's getting flack from the fans. He's getting flack from his team. His team has no confidence in him. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know if he handled it the right way. No, he did not handle it the right way. Not, not even no. close. Not no, even close. No, he didn't handle it the right way. Yeah. So, but, but, but I think that he, 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 he could have at least voiced his opinion. Like, you know, like, okay, give me an example. You know, Jimmy Butler, remember when he was on Minnesota mm-hmm. and he had problems with the team? He still showed up. Yeah. Shit, he called us. He caused a shit show. He, he <laughs> really did. He and and did we not enjoy <laughs> it? Up. Did we not enjoy it? We enjoyed it, right? And he came <laughs> out, and, and, and you know what? He, he was like, all right. He caused a shit show, and they got his ass out there. They got his ass out quick. Same yep. thing with, with, with James Harden. James Harden was same situation, you know, caused the shit show, showed up, and they got his out quick, quick. His ass out quick. Mm-hmm. You know, if he really wanted to get his ass out, but you know, I think Ben has this whole like sobby, whiny kind of persona. It's like, dude, just man up and go out and do your thing. Like, bust everyone's ass in practice and be a, and don't talk. Just don't talk to nobody. And people are like, yo, he doesn't talk. He, he, he shows up. He plays. You know, do your thing. Start shooting a bunch of three year air balls. <laughs> like, like, yo, do your thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you know, but but you, but you know what though? Like he again, he's a point guard. He can't not talk to anybody. He has to talk if he's going to be a point guard. He's got to talk. Like yeah, I said, it's yeah. it's it's setting up for chaos. But I don't think I think it's actually reversible. But I it's funny. I, I guess we disagree because I I think it's I think a lot of this is self inflicted on him. I think a lot of this is on him, and I, and I think he, he has. Is. I, but I, it is it is Calvin. It is on him because he hasn't gotten better. The, pre- the, the, the core of the issue is that he's not, he has these, these insecurities about himself and, and, and his game, yeah. right? So the insecurities are, are blatantly obvious and, and everyone can see them. And it's like he's hiding from those insecurities. Yeah. It's me? weird. It's weird. It's definitely, it's weird. We've, we've, we've never seen that before. In a, I shouldn't say no. we've never seen that before in an athlete. That's not true. But it's, we don't really, you don't really see that often for somebody who's like uh who flirts with being in the All NBA, you know, type of situation or category? Like it's 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 weird. It's weird to see that. What Doc did and what Doc said, I you know, I I totally dis, I totally agree with that. I I don't think that was right, but I think that's something you have a conversation about. You know what I mean? But I I don't think it's again, like you don't have the leverage. You're you're like he's got four more years left on his deal. You don't have the leverage. 
You know what I mean? No. So it's it's like yeah, zero leverage. You have zero leverage. So the only reason why he came back is because he's getting his money deducted. So it's that's what I mean. Like a lot of this is on him. You know. So I, I think if he if he honestly if he comes back and just even plays half of the year and just you know because he's got to raise his he's got to raise his value back up himself. You know what I mean? So if he's coming back and he's playing, you know, and everything's positive, shoot, he might stay. But at the same time, if he still wants to go by, you know, by the by the trade deadline, then at least at that point, he's raised his value to like, you know, get moved to a better situation. At least for him, if that's how, if he really still mm-hmm. wants to get traded by them. But like I said, mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of it is on him. Like when when Joel Embiid called him out, like this um, this preseason was like, yo, the, all the moves is like everything we've done is basically to cater to, to Ben. In terms of mm-hmm. trades and moves and stuff, like where was the lie? He was totally right about mm-hmm. that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was totally right about that. And for him, like you know, before we move on, like Joel is, he's gonna try to win the MVP again. I think he's, I think to me, he's playing the best basketball in his life right now. Like if you watch right. him play, Randall, it's like it is. The game is so easy for him right now. It's it's sick. You know what I mean? You can't but stay on the court. That's the, that, I know. That's the only the thing court. is is the health, but. Because to me, again, if he played 60 to 65 games, he's winning the MVP. I thought so, you know, like last year. I just think yeah. he missed too many games. That's the reason why Joker yeah. got it. But, but like, to me, it's it's nuts. Like, I, it's funny because even with the whole thing with Andre Drummond, too, I find it's funny. Like, after all the back and forth, like, Drummond's backing <laughs> him up. This shit is so weird, man. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. And, and he's an, Drummond's an idiot for going there, too. Like why? Why would you want to go there? I, I didn't understand I mean, that. I didn't understand I that. Didn't like, understand that. Like what? There's if, so many teams that need bigs. Like why would you go there? You could have went to Charlotte. You could have went to Toronto for the money yeah. he signed for. For the money he signed for, he could have went to the Raptors because he he signed like a vet minimum. Toronto, like he could have went yeah, to Toronto. Right. They need size. He would have got his stats. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a, it's a good insurance plan of Joel misses his usual amount of games, but. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Like they, they gotta win now, though. It's based on Joel's health, like it's they have to win now. I, I think within the next two years, I don't know how how long it's gonna last. <laughs> Number five, we got the Chicago Bulls. Is Chicago way too high on this list, or can they shock people like Phoenix? This is probably the toughest team to make a prediction for because Chicago agree. could either ex- Chicago could either exceed expectations and be like in the top five in the East. Or they can just miss the playoffs, <laughs> for all we know, right? <laughs> um, that being said, I believe like the, the roster is good enough to make the playoffs. But you know, something they should be lower. I had them higher, just because I think they got star power now, right? Mm. Like just the big names alone with Zach Levine, um, Vucevic, Ball, and DeRozan in the East. I look at this team like last year when we did this podcast, I had Atlanta higher and everyone was like laughing at me. Remember? Everyone was like, everyone was yeah. laughing. Yeah, like, it worked. Like, it worked. You know, I'll give you AKA your the, AKA the commish bugging me that Atlanta was not that good. <laughs> um, yeah, what happened last year with Atlanta? Oh, I, I forget. But yeah, so I, I, I still think that offensively this team's talented to, to, to take that leap. Um, the problem is, same as a lot of these other teams in the East, I don't know if they're going to be good defensively. Yeah. Right? So they're definitely a playoff team, but where they fall in that spectrum is going to be very interesting to see. Even if we, we, we project them to be lower, I just think that uh, 
they're just hard to predict. Like I said before, like, I don't know. We don't know. It's a brand new team, just like Atlanta. Like Atlanta started off kind of bad. Everybody was like, well, look, look, Atlanta's not good. But they're going to take some time to get their rhythm going. I just think Atlanta had a, has a, has a, had a little bit more security on the defensive end than this team does. But this team does have that firepower to outscore opponents, right? Yeah. Um, and I like the more you know on this team ball. It's going to be a lot. The ball's going to be humming and moving. Um, and I think Levine's going to benefit the best out of himself. You know, what's your, what's your Atlanta prediction from last year, what you just mentioned before? Did you strain your rib patting yourself on the back for that? <laughs> you might want to get some icy hot for your left side. Just just say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just remember, the, 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 a.k.a. the commish, with all the, the, the jabs <laughs> and, and, and slander for my – for my prediction, like, oh man, holy, the Toronto, holy, no, 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 no. no. I, I think the Bulls, the Bulls are, are are real this year. Are they contenders? I don't know. I can't say that, but I think that they're they're definitely in the mix of the top, you know, in the top half of the the, the East. So, not only do I agree with you, Randall. I mean, I know they won the off season because of all the moves they made, but can we wait for like the first maybe ten to twenty games to see how they look for us? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, they did a great job. You know, I'm I'm probably one of the few guys, you know, that's really interested in Patrick Williams' development because I, I really like that that mm-hmm. pickup from yeah. last year. Um, and yeah. he's going to be starting still from what I understand. But, like, I really like oh, the game. Yeah, I think so from what I understand. Like, wow. I, I liked what I saw from him from last year. Like, he's to me, he's got potential to be something in my eyes. But I kind of want to see how this works out because I don't know. They are the favorite to make this leap, but I kind of see being like the Knicks, where like they'll make the playoffs, but they're gonna get bumped off by a better veteran team. You know what I mean? Like who's been there? Because they don't have that much experience playoff wise. Well, I shouldn't say that because they actually have some playoff experience, like some of the players now that they're there. But um, you know, I'm, I'm more thinking of Levine, who's never made the playoffs. But right, yeah, I just, I just, I see them as making the playoffs and then just getting bumped off by like Milwaukee or you know Miami or or Brooklyn or you know depending on what even happens in Philly I can see Philly knocking them off quick you know what I mean so this is one of those teams like, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah but but I think as a Chicago Bulls fan you haven't had success in a long time or a good little while you're just happy to make the playoffs at this point so they kind of liking me to the Raptors that you know with with when DeMar was there <laughs> yeah yeah like like the beginning of the Weeder North era like the early yeah, stages yeah, of yeah. that yeah you just you just happen yeah. to make the playoffs kind of thing and Right. You know, F Brooklyn, like that, 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 that era right there. Yeah, yeah I agree. Got it. I agree. Outside of Levine, though, who's who's that guy that's going to make the biggest impact on this team? I, I think it's Demar personally, but I want to hear your opinion. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think Demar. I mean, Demar back in the East. Come on, man. Like, you know, Demar is a Demar is a baller, man, and I think he's developed his game to a point that he's also a facilitator. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I really think that you know, um. He's gonna. He, I, I also think that Vucevic is gonna have a, a interesting time because you know with ball like that pick and roll. I think he can mm-hmm. play the pick and roll well. So I think the, the, the offensive synergies are there. It's gonna be interesting to see how the 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 the, the, the distribution goes with all but a bunch of guys that are used to you know like you got three guys that are used to being averaging twenty points a game, right? Yeah, over twenty points a game. That that's, that just just can't happen. So. Um, you know, I think DeMar will take the brunt of the points 
Like, like I think I think Levine will be the, their main scorer. Vucevic just has to score because he's a big, right? Yeah. He'll, he'll get his rebounds and score. And then I think DeMar is going to end up, like, I think his stats will go down, especially with assists with Ball, right? Yeah. So I think Ball, Ball will be a contributor, but I don't think Ball is going to have the great stats. Like, you know, I'm interested to see how, how it all works out. I'm just, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, it's funny. Like with DeRozan, to me, he's gonna, like to touch on what you're saying. He's gonna he's gonna do all those things in terms of being more of an all around player. I think that that was the benefit of him going to the Spurs. He became a much better all around player. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, he's coming back to the East. But I think the the jewel in that is that you're not asking him to be the guy. He's not the lead guy. So I think this role is actually gonna be great for him. You know, uh, especially after leaving the Spurs, I think it's gonna be awesome for him. Number four, we got the Atlanta Hawks. Um, is there any way that Atlanta can replicate their playoff run from last season? It's not that the, the Hawks got any worse. In fact, you can make an argument that 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 given how young this team is, that they're 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 going to be significantly better and improve the season just while after their natural kind of growth and and, and and how like remember that team got assembled and kind of got thrown together like kind of I felt like last minute. Right, the whole situation how the season started was weird. It took them a while to get going. There was a the couple coach of got fired. Yeah. Right, the coach got fired. I think now like the team was built last year, and I think the synergies are forged and it will continue throughout this year. Um, I think they're they're they're, they're going to significantly improve this season. Um, I think the entire conference. The only issue is the entire conference made upgrades to to all their respective rosters during the offseason. So. And the Hawks weren't one of them. So Trey Young could definitely be like an MVP candidate this season, but that, that won't translate. I don't know if, if this team is going to be a scary team to make the conference finals, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, again, I'm always relating to the Raptors. Remember the Raptors were always kind of perennial top a top seed perennial can mm-hmm. like a, a team in the East, but no one ever. Yep. Yeah. Like they're just always like, you know, they sometimes they finish number one in the East or number two or three, but they just, no one was ever like, Oh yeah, they're, they're going to go to the conference finals because LeBron was there. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's the same with this team. Like this team is strong all around great team. I just don't know if they're going to be able to in the playoffs, knock off, the big guns, like you know, like yeah. you know, the 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 Brooklyn's, Milwaukee's, or even even again, if if Philly takes that step, the Phillies, right? Yeah. Um, I think they're up there. I just don't know if they're they're that they're that team yet. Is but it, a solid team, right? They're still yeah. going to be a top team in the, in the East. Yeah, in terms of, to, I guess to answer my question, to me, I guess the answer is no. Um, just based on my analysis. They should have been eliminated in game five of the second round, not game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I mean? I, you know, <laughs> as you know, I don't even think I have to explain. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? One step away, yeah. But they did gain that experience, and that team is so young and talented. I just I just don't know if they, they're gonna maintain that same energy for this year. I, I, like I feel like there's gonna be a bit of a hangover coming. And a, a part of me feels like they're gonna be more dangerous next year. So this is why I kind of felt like they're ranked too high. Like even on my personal list, I think I had them like actually no, I had them fifth. So I guess it's not really that I don't think far they're off. I don't think they're oh, it's not perfect. that far off, I guess. Not that far off. But to me, I guess the other thing that you gotta ask too is like with with all their young talent that they got, and they got a, a lot of young talent, but after this season, who are you keeping? Because you, you can't afford everybody. You know what I mean? Like 
You got DeAndre DeAndre Hunter's gonna be up for an extension. So was Cam Reddish, and I think Cam might be the piece to move. You know, like I, I don't I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm they they got they can't pay everybody right. They've already paid um, Bogdanovich money. You know, Trey got the bag. John Collins got the bag. That was that was major. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's like who like how, there's only so much. This is not like an open cap. There's only so much money you can give out, right? Like DeAndre Hunter, I know they're high on him, but like how much are you gonna give him? I'm not a fan of Cam Reddish anyway, so I, I don't I don't know if Cam Reddish is that is uh, a guy that you want to keep around and pay. I think you flip him for something else, but that's just me. Yeah, I, you know it's funny. Like I know he came on like <laughs> the conference finals. He actually started playing. And to me, like for a guy that didn't really play often during the season and then just hop into the Eastern Conference Finals, I thought he looked good. I thought he looked mm. good. So I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen going forward for a whole season now, but you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. but it's something you, you kinda monitor. But I, again, you can't pay all these guys, right? So it's who are you keeping? Like you, I know they drafted a couple of rookies this year. Sharif Cooper is a is a nice little pickup. Kinda reminds me a little bit of Sexton, but like actually shares the ball. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he felt he felt he felt really low. I thought I thought yeah. I thought that was a steal for them. I was absolutely. They had to take that. You think he's actually going to make the roster though? Like, no, he is. I th- yeah, I think he okay. did. Yeah, I think he okay. did. Okay, good. You think he did? I mean, it, it worse. I mean, they picked up DeLon Wright too. You know, which I think is a that's a great backup point yeah, guard because he's going to be I steady like running the offense. Do you think Trey Young is going to lock himself up with the with the as like the top or not 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 the top but like one of the top you know point guards in the game in terms of like elite point guards with the tri- with yeah. the um with the Stephs yeah. and the the, the Dames yeah. and the Lucas like you think he's going to be there with the yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. I think I think he I think he, he he's the franchise I mean you saw it during the playoffs right yeah. I mean I, I think he's going to carry over I think that he's the leader of that squad I think that you know I I've never been high on his game but again yeah. like he, he showed out, and I think that he's going to help this team go to the next level. I mean, when I say next level, like just a perennial kind of playoff team. Like he, he's yeah. going to, he, he, you know, and they have great pieces around them. Like, you know, uh, again, you name them all. I don't want to go through them all. But, but I, 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 again, I don't want to waste too much more time talking about Atlanta because I'd rather get to the meat and potatoes of this all okay. with, with, all with right. some of these other squads. Okay, but you, you want I, I, you want that? You want that filet mignon now? You want that? Filet I want mignon. the filet mignon, okay. man. I, I think they just the, the, we skimming the fat now. So okay, all right, my 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 bad, my bad. Or should we go West Indian? <laughs> you you want you want the roti? You want the oxtail now? You don't want the doubles. You don't <laughs> yeah, want the doubles. I don't want no more doubles. No, man. you don't want, want the doubles. I want meat. <laughs> okay, no fair Polari. enough. Fair, fair enough. No more polari balls. You know, you, yeah. Off on the tamarind sauce. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Number three, we got the Miami Heat. Does Lowry boost the team that much more than Goran Dragic? Yeah, I think he does. I think last year was considered like a disappointment for Miami Heat. Yeah, um, no, it was. I mean, right? after, remember, they were the former Eastern Conference champs, and they're basically the same team. And after, you know, you know, I think everyone thought that he had overachieved, it, 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 but then getting bounced out of the first round last year, yeah. that was pathetic. You know what I mean? And, and say whatever you want, but the Heat um, – and and the Lakers were the two teams that I felt last year that got you know affected the most by a shortened off season. Yeah, right? they did. Um, they were the two teams that who had the shortest off season and showed it with the number of injuries that they they, they suffered. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with the 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 off season that they had, you know, adding Cal Lowry, you know, obviously he's he's going to be a bolster. And then you got PJ Tucker, 
uh, is that Markeith Morris? Yeah, I um, like the Markeith I mean, Morris that, pickup. Yeah, actually. you know, and, and then you got players like Bam and Tyler Hero. That I think that, that again, I felt like there were young players that got affected with the short off season. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have bounce back years, and especially playing with a guy like Kyle, uh, with Kyle. I think both of those guys are going to benefit the most. And when you talk about NBA contenders, you can never leave out the Heat. So I think this team got better. I think that, um, you know, Pat Riley made the right moves. And I think they, 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 they basically didn't give up anything that affected their roster to get better either, either right? Yeah. I mean, Precious was a great pickup for the Raptors. Dragic is just on his way out. Like, he's, he's, he's kind of like, you know, he's not like the Phoenix Rogers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even in Miami, I, I didn't feel like he – I think he was good. I don't think he was great. I think right? he was and hurt think, a lot last year too. Yeah, right? And I, and I think like, you know, Kyle's, Kyle's going to kind of solidify. And, and the other thing, Kyle's a defender, Yeah. right? So it, it fits in that culture of what they want to do. So I, they're, 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 they got a good thing going on there. Am I scared of the Miami Heat? No. I'm not scared of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like them. But I'm not scared of them. Like, you know what? Does that make any sense to you? Like, am I yeah, making no, sense by no, saying that? Like, yeah, like I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not looking at the Miami Heat and I'm like, yo, these guys are like crazy and they're. The, I just they don't they don't scare me, but they're a tough team. But I'm not like. I feel. I still think like you know in Milwaukee and Brooklyn like they could beat them easy. They're, they're like a level up from from them. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. I, I think that like if Philly has everything in order, it's going to be a, unless say they Philly matched up in the playoffs with them. I don't think Miami's going to have an easy out, uh, easy like win against them. Yeah. I think it's going to be like Philly could beat them. You know, if, if everything aligns and they play well. And, so and, it's, and, and this is why I was saying that with that with Philly when we we're talking about the, the Sixers earlier that they're the Molotov cocktail in this in this uh, preview because. We have no idea where they're going to shake out. If if they right. if everything runs smoothly, to me they're they're fighting with Brooklyn and Milwaukee again, you know. Exactly. But, but if but if like it it you know if it goes to the train wreck mode, then yeah, like I said, they might be sixth, they might be seventh. You know what I mean? Like if they they get help, they, they they you know they get injuries, it might be worse. Like, but if they're healthy and they're clicking, to me, especially if they keep Simmons or they make a great trade and everything's everything's running smooth. I would actually put them above Miami to be honest with you, but it's just out of we. It's so volatile you don't know, and that's what I mean. And that's that's where it's like they're the Molotov cocktail and all of this, right? But like to me, like I agree with you. Like I think I totally agree with your points in terms of like you're not afraid of them. It's like Kyle, like they're gonna be good with Kyle. Like I don't want to take credit away from him because he's still got mm-hmm. a lot. In the t- he's still got enough in the tank left. He's steady. He's cagey, and especially with them charges and the help D. To me, what happened with Milwaukee where they got just beat up? How much wins is that? Is he worth in that scenario? You know, like if they was to meet Milwaukee again, is he worth maybe one win, maybe two? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I don't know how much. And I like, and don't get me wrong, I like the the pickup of Markeith. I really do. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I just don't know. Um, I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like if if I'm Milwaukee, if I'm sitting there sweating bullets over over Miami, <laughs> I just I don't. You know, and I, and I, and I'm with you. I expect. I pretty much agree with you for most of this. I, I expect young, the, the younger players to improve. Like, Tyler here was talking about himself on the highest levels. I don't know about all that, but I, I think he will improve from last season. And they're going to need a scoring, you know? I just right. don't know if, like, like, I'm not sure if, like, a major leap is coming. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, I'm hearing the, pre, the, the preseason news and the reports and stuff and his mouth and, you know, the tweets and stuff, but... I don't know if I see this major leap coming, like he's going to be an all-star, that kind of thing. I don't see that. No, 
no. I don't see that. But he's on a unique squad because if he does jump and he's averaging like 20 and 25 a night, you know what I mean? I think everybody in the team is cool with it, including Jimmy and Bam. You know what I mean? I think they're just a unique team that way. Where it's like they they need a scoring. If he, so, if any anything that he gives them, especially if it's going to be like 20, 20 plus a night, they're they're cool right. with it. You know what I mean? But right. I, I yeah, I guess in the same vein as well. Like I sometimes wonder if, if Pat Riley has something up of, up his sleeve because I just don't know if this team is going to win a title. I just look at them and I'm like, I just I don't see it. But you know, I I, so I, I kind of think like I wonder if he has something up his sleeve still. But we'll see. We'll see. You know what? I never really asked you this question, but do you have a fantasy sleeper on this team? Because there might be a couple. On, 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 on what? On Miami's team. It's oh, a great question. Um, I guess the only two is Tyler Hero and, and, and Duncan. Yeah. Like, Duncan. I don't know. If, you know, yeah. Duncan is like, I'm not a big fan of Duncan, but, you know, like. Them threes, think, boy. Yeah. yeah, them threes, and, and, and I think he'll average the double digits. That's why I said I don't know if Tyler Hero is that type of player that's going to take that leap. Like, yeah. I think he's going to play better, but I don't think he's going to be, like, that guy that's going to average 20 points a game. I don't see it. Yeah. Not with Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry's going to take some hit on his fantasy numbers, yeah, yeah. but that's, like, that's, gonna, that's relevant. You know, I think he's going to – he may take a hit on scoring, but I think he's going to get that back in assists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think he's still going to do his defensive stuff and rebounds and all that. You know, play tough, get steals, get charges. That's just him. You know what? I feel like this is the meat and potatoes right now, Randall. I think, I think, <laughs> I think this is this this is the the, the fifty dollar menu meal right now. With this the, is with, it. This is it right now. This is it right now. Um, number two, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Are we undervaluing undervaluing Milwaukee right now? Because, and and are we? Are we underrating a possible historic Giannis season coming off a championship? I guess it's two questions. Hmm. Well, I, I think I think you know you you have some relevance in what you're saying. I think the Bucks are very capable of getting a, like a number one seed in, in the East. That being said, I, I don't I don't think they're going to experience. Um, I think I think they will experience sorry a, a, a slight hangover. Um, you do, huh? Okay. I do. I do. I, I do. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a big one. No, I think a slight one. I, I don't think it's gonna be devastating. But the Bucks, they can't have any sort of hangover if they want to be the, that that first seed in in the in the East. Um, for the most part, the roster's the same as last year. They didn't make any major moves except with the you know losing PJ Tucker. Giannis is always going to be kind of Giannis, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and just based on that alone, the Bucks will always, you know, be contenders in, in one of the yeah. top seeds in the conference. So, um, I think it's fair where we have them, and you know, they're always going to be in that conversation. Does it really matter at the end of the day if they're number one or two? No, because no. they're always. I, I think they'll. I think they're always perennial contenders to go to the 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 the, the conference finals. Right. I think it's borderline offensive that we're not people aren't talking about this team enough. Not just because they won the title, and and I think it's kind of important to know that they can win now under any conditions. But when you look at their core, because you know you're saying they didn't make a lot of moves, they that core has basically been together the longest, really and really and truly in the league. Really, when you think about it, this this core has pretty much been together for the last like. Well, I mean, well, Drew Holiday came in last year. Sorry, sorry, I should I shouldn't say that, but the most, <laughs> of, most, but most of this core has been together for the longest for for a good while now, right? Um, yeah. 
their core is in the middle of their prime. You know, with Giannis, you know, Giannis is, is entering like the height of, of the mountaintop of his powers right now. You know, Chris Middleton, um, Drew Holiday once again is in their prime. You know, you got a, a really solid amount of vets and younger players that's that, that could support them. I think the big thing driving this is is Giannis because, you know, when that light switch went off in game six, mm -hmm. you know, to me, you can argue that he's the best player in the league. And it sounds crazy to say, but I'm only saying this because if he can, if he gets his free throws to 75% and higher, which I think when you look at his stats, it's actually doable. We have this thing that he, that he shoots free throws like Ben Wallace that he doesn't. You know what I mean? But it's like I think he struggled a lot last year. But, like, when you watch his free throw percentage, you can Google it right now while I'm talking to you. It's not as bad as you think. It's not as, it's not as like, it's not reprehensible. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not Ben Simmons-like or, like, and Ben Simmons in the playoffs, that type. We're, we kind of match him up to be that way when it comes to free throws. But, like, if he can get it to that point and he, and he looked like he's figured out his sweet spots on the floor in terms of, like, the mid-range and hitting mid-range shots and the mid-posts, like, to me, I think that game six performance, if anything else, I think it was enticing for the future. Because if by any chance that's not a fluke, Randall, how is he not the best basketball player, even without the threes? Right, right. I'm, I'm, you, you're preaching to the choir, man. <laughs> hallelujah. You're preaching. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, and to see how he's coming in the preseason and some of the moves he's making and the confidence he has. I don't know, man. I, like I've again, most seasons Giannis is gonna have is gonna be a special season. One of the best players in the game, at worst, top three. You know what I mean? But like, just from that experience of winning, cause you know what winning does to your confidence, man. You know what I mean? And and the, and the fact that he's entering his prime, I I think nobody's talking about this season. I think like if to me, if he wins his third MVP, I don't think any of us should be even slightly surprised. I don't think we're shocked. No. No, no one's shocked. I don't think he's shocked. Like it, it could, and, no. and the funny thing is, if he's hitting on those things, it could be a runaway. He's winning MVP, like running away. Like, I, right. I, I, like I said, I just, I just think we're nobody's talking about them. I understand because Brooklyn made their moves, the Lakers made their splashy moves, but like you don't hear anybody talking about Milwaukee. They're like, yeah, they're going to be a contender for sure, but they're not beating Brooklyn at all. And I get that, and you know, but and they're not touching the Lakers. And I'm like, I don't, I, I, I just feel like. Giannis, where he's at in his career right now, I don't know, man. I feel like something's coming, and we're just nobody's seeing it yet. It's like that avalanche that you don't hear about until you look up, look up behind you. You're like, holy shit, there's a thirty foot snowball coming at me. Like that's kind, that's kind of how I feel with Giannis, and it's like nobody's talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Giannis is like you, you said it before. Like he, he's a, he's a every year that he's in the league, he, he he is in the conversation to be MVP. He's like the Jordan. But the problem is, it's like nobody's because his game is not as I, I, there's something about his game. His game's more like bully ball. He's like a like almost like Shaq, you know, like it's just, yeah. just dominant. Mm -hmm. And people, a lot of people, don't respect the effect he has on a game. People respect players that have the dominance, you know, that 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 effect on the game because it's based on like pure skill. Like when I say like. You know, like a Jordan or a Kobe or you know those type of players, even Bron to a certain extent. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, they're just they're so dominant because they're so talented and they their craft is just phenomenal. But when you have a guy that's just physically dominating, people just seem to be like, ah yeah, he's just because he's a freak. You know, he's just a big dude that just 
commands attention, right? Yeah. But he affects the game in so many ways. And like you said, if he gets a, sh- a three, he will be the. I hate. To, I don't want to say this because people will, will jump and all will jump all over me. But he he'll definitely be the most dominating player in the history of the game. Better than Shaq. Hmm. Okay. If, if he gets, if he, if he, if he gets a three, if he gets a three, yeah. Yeah. Free and he gets his free throw percentage up. Yeah. But if he can get those two things, how can you stop him? Yeah, and and then defensively, what's he what he's giving you on the other side? I mean, yeah. he's, he's he got defensive player of the year, just one year removed from that, right? Right. Yeah, and and he's in great health. He like he he rarely goes down. Like even the playoffs, that that injury you know that he had in Atlanta, like that should have knocked out most players out for like the rest of the playoffs. This what did he miss? Like two games? Right. Yeah, he's like a cyborg. I don't know, man. Like it's, I I think it's like I said. I think we could be witnessing something historic, even without the threes. Even if he doesn't improve on the threes, I think if he can, what he's doing, everything else with his game, I'm like, I don't know, man. I I just think there's an avalanche coming that people aren't seeing. I really believe that. Um, okay, Nostradamus. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, number one, we got the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, even with Kyrie missing games due to the due to the New York City's mandate. Is Brooklyn still the favorite to win the NBA title? Honestly, I feel like giving this team 60, like, I just feel like we got to give them this team like 60 wins. This team is so stacked. It's kind of like disgusting at this point. Like, I'm not even trying to take anything away from like Milwaukee, but like if if Kyrie and, and James Harden had been healthy, the Bucks aren't champs. Let's be real. Yeah. The the Nets are champs. I guess. I mean, again, you know, if Durant doesn't step on that on the three point line, they're walking away with that championship, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, like, like it's it just overall, if this roster can stay healthy and stay together, who can beat this team? Like, just think about it. Like, and, and not only that, they added like like two solid pieces with Paul Millsap and Patty Mills on top yeah. of what they already have. Lamarcus. The only thing that's stopping them from getting number one is just injuries. I don't. I don't know if anyone's going to stop them, and I just think that the only reason why they wouldn't get number one is if they do load management. Yeah. <laughs> but the, this team is like, like it, it, it's a cheat code. Yeah, I think even even with honestly, Randall, I think they could win. It sounds crazy to say, but maybe it's not even that crazy to say. If they're healthy, I think even with even if Kyrie doesn't play a game this year, they're winning sixty games. Like to me, that's yeah. that's that's. How, uh, I would argue with you. Yeah, I think that's how talented they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I would argue with you. And you just get more workload on, on on the other two. That's it. Right, and which they can handle. Right, yeah. like I like to me, you got to give credit to to Sean Marks, the GM, because he surrounded that three with the with like to kind of surround them with the talent that they did with like with Millsap and you know they brought back Lamarcus Aldridge, they signed Patty Mills. To me, that was one of the more underrated pickups of the offseason. Drafting yep. Cam Thomas, and considering that you still have to grant extensions to most of your big three, like I think he did very well. To me, I'll be honest. Even if Kyrie doesn't play a game, I think they they're neck and neck with Milwaukee being the favorite to win. You know what I mean? Or like they're maybe I'll put them a notch just above, just above Milwaukee, but just only because again, like I know it's just based on what I was saying with Giannis and the Bucks, but. I feel like, you know, because they won, it's like that that adds like a, another value to you. You know what I mean? Like they know how to win now. Right. right. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, if, I think if Kyrie comes back, like 
you know, I was saying this in the last podcast. If Kyrie comes back, you know, in a month or, you know, in three weeks from now, he changes his mind and, and goes, gets the vaccine and, and, he, and he comes and plays, yeah, then uh, now they're officially a cheat code. Uh, like, it's going to be interesting to see what, what goes along with that. But to me, again, like, if, again, if, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't play, right, um, it's not going to be a landslide if they win. But to me, they, again, they still got two of the top five players in the league. They still got Harden and, and KD. KD is at worst number two in the league right now. KD's an alien, you know, and James, to me, is he's still incredible. Like, he can run the offense. He takes over games what he wants. As long as the both of them are rolling, they're, st- like they're still, again, they're top five. If, if Kyrie comes back, this team is, is set for, like, who's going to stop him? The only thing that I'll say about Kyrie is that that guy's a weirdo, man. That guy's a weirdo. He's a certified weirdo. So I don't know if he's going to bring some type of drama that's going to set this team back in regards to synergies. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like if, he, even if he comes back, you mean? Yeah, like, I think he's going to be all right. But I, 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 but I think, like, just like, I just feel like Kyrie just always throws a monkey wrench in everything. And like, <laughs> like the, the, the funny thing is I kind of support him with the mandate thing in terms of not support him, but, like, I, I commend him, I should say. I, I do commend them for it because I, I think it's I, I think that's not an easy easy decision to make, especially when you're you're getting like you're getting destroyed, your name's getting destroyed in the media and stuff. You know, like depending on who you are, that could weigh on you, right? So, but I think even if he comes back, like yeah, I think one of the things is health, number one, right? Even though they, they said he showed up in great shape this off season, um, health is probably the biggest thing, number one. And then, yeah, you don't know if it's something else like he's, does he leave the team again, like. You, it's. I understand where you're hearing people to say, like, you know, like if you're a GM, you would try to trade him right now. Like, I, I understand. I understand that based on everything else that's been happening. When you, when you combine all the stuff that he's that's happened since he's left Cleveland, right. I get. Right. I, I, I understand why you would. People would say that as a GM. I, I truly do. You know right. what I mean? Like, if, if if this was the only thing he did, then like I don't think anybody would even question it, right? But. But I think because of all the other things that he's done, it's like I, I, I understand what people would say. I do. I actually I genuinely do, even though I still think it's commendable the fact that he's taking this stance. But in terms of it being a hard decision to make, you know, but again, because of I think he's getting vilified because of who he is right now. Right. Like this is uh, his name is you know, right. taking a beating. So I, I agree with you. Like in terms of chemistry, I agree with you, because if it's a few weeks from now, Again, if he if he reverses course and he takes you know he takes the shot at the end of the month, I don't think this changes anything about the team. But if he comes back in like February, I don't know. It they could bite them in the team. I, I understand that too. Well, like I said to you, like either way, does it make a big difference in regards to them making it to the conference finals? No, no, I don't think so. No, no. It, I think the difference is rather than the conference finals, we're talking about a championship. Kyrie is the piece that's going to solidify them to win the championship. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I think I presume that you have the Lakers coming out the West. Uh, I actually didn't go that far to say. Uh, they Right now, I would say probably, but I didn't even go that far. I'm just thinking this regular season. I, yeah. I think I think the, 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 the champions coming out the East. Okay. I'll, I'll say that much. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not like 100% sold on the Lakers based on their age. You yeah. Know? Based on their age, right. and then and then AD's health, and I think the team has to go through Anthony Davis. But if he's missing like his customary fifteen to twenty games, twenty five games, then I don't know if that's that's happening. You know what I mean? And, and especially even with Westbrook, like 
I think I made the mistake before. Westbrook is going into year 14. You know, like, and he's, and don't get me wrong, like, he's, he's like, um, you know, he's still like a Tasmanian devil, but I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, they're an old team, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, so I, I think that, I think the winner of this, uh, that's the one thing I'll say. I think, I think the champion's coming out the East. But, um, anything else? Uh, I guess, you know, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up here, but is, um, anything else you want to add to your excitement to the start of the season? Any, any, um, any players you're looking out for to, that 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 that's piqued your interest, or you're definitely going to keep your eye on? Well, I, I mean, obviously, the, the the number one thing is that we're we're back. It, it, I feel like it's officially back. It's you're going to see fans in the in, you know in all arenas. Yeah, um, I'm excited to get some type of normalcy again, and the excitement of of having a, a regular season without games, any, yeah. any any yeah without any hiccups or or amendments. So you know, it's it's I think next year we'll see the full kind of everything really sink back into place. But this year it's it's, it's good to have some type of normalcy. That's one. Yeah. Two is you know, um, last year I felt like we got the the rookies got the short end of the stick. So a lot of rookies, you know, that came out, you didn't see them really perform um, to snuff because I think they just didn't get enough time to, like, you know, someone like Wiseman. I think Wiseman is a t- type of player that I expected a lot when that was on Golden State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'll see a lot more nowadays of preseason, you know, summer league and all these stuff under his belt, um, and you'll see that, that kind of jump from him. Yeah. And I'm excited to see guys like, you know, like, I'm always big on, on watching the Canadian boys. So, like, uh, you know, I want to see, like, Josh Primo. Uh, I want to see what he does. Excited to see his development. Yeah. I'm excited to see R.J. Barrett take the next step in his career. I'm on, excited to see the homegrown talent in, in, in um, is it Banton? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the Raptors. Yeah. Like, I think he, he looked great, and, and I'm excited to see what he could do. I think and, he's going to be know, a good his, NBA player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was a gem. You know, um, Scotty Barnes is is a very intriguing player to me. I'm, I'm excited to see what his development looks like. I agree. Um, you know, uh, I'm not so much excited to see um, the other rookies like, you know, Cunningham. I, I think that they're, they're all, you know, what's his name on Houston? I think they're all going to be good. I, I just not – something about those guys doesn't really – Pique my interest. Uh, like even though they'll get the stats and they'll do they'll do well, I'm excited to see some of those other guys. Uh, I'm starting to see Precious Achua. Like obviously, I'm, a, I'm more zoning on the Raptor players mm-hmm. in the development. But um, outside of that, I'm trying to think. You know, if there's anyone else, um, you know, um, that's really it coming to my mind. Obviously, I'm, I'm watching all my fantasy players. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so. <laughs> And we got our draft tonight, so um, we got our draft tonight. Well, quasi draft tonight because we got yeah. a keeper league. So yeah, right, right, true, true. But we, yeah, we we got some uh, posturing that uh, you know, looking forward to do the tonight. And, yeah, uh, you yep, know, yep. Yeah, I think that the fact that you're having as a basketball fan getting 82 games back is gonna be is gonna be cool. Um, you know, I think we're definitely you know for possible train wreck purposes, you're you're definitely watching what's happening in Philly and, and Brooklyn right now. Um, yeah, yeah. You wonder yeah, if they, they should just trade Simmons for Kyrie. I don't. I don't think Philly would do it, but it, you no. feel like they should just, you know, they should just work together. But I, they won't. They're in the same division, much less the same conference. It won't happen. But um, and, and and Philly's not even interested in Kyrie. Yeah, they're they're, they're not. They're not. So 
Um, yeah, like I said, I think it's. I, I look forward to it, man. Tuesday night, then you know uh, the the Bucks get their rings. You know that's where it starts off. Nets versus Bucks. We get a a great game. To you know, as of this recording, we're, we're getting a great game Tuesday night, man. I I look forward to it, man. I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Let's go. Can't wait. Let's go, sir. Let's go. Um, on that note, though, but yeah, let's wrap this up, man. Thank you for coming on the Av as always. You know what yep. I mean? I, I know you're still riding. You're, you're, you're wave surfing off the Super Cat performance, so I'll still let you, you know, bang out your reggae <laughs> for the day. You know, yep, have a yep. red stripe in his honor. But uh, but <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, you know, that, you know, I'm glad you're on as, as always. And, you know, you mentioned something earlier, but like Berkey. Yeah, man, we, we, we should probably talk about getting him on soon. Let's get let's get the man of Denver, the the yeah. Denver, the the Denver Reed, the 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 uh, unofficial mayor of Montreal. Let's yeah, get man. him on. Get get him get him his roses, man. Get him his yep. roses. No doubt, I'll give him a shout. Thank you for checking out the Eastern Conference edition of the Ab Podcast. Special shout out goes out to Round the Walter for riding shotgun and breaking down the Eastern Conference with me. We'll be back at the end of the week to break down the first third of this NFL season. And so far, it's looking like Lamar Jackson. Man, this guy's trying to break away with with a second MVP in the last three seasons. But we'll dive into that in the next pod episode. Uh, Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the show and leave comments. Hit them with the like and favorite buttons. Also, check out the OG website, SouthShoreAv.com, for all the latest and past episodes. That's SouthShoreAv.com. For Randall Walter, this is Cal C. And you just tuned into the app podcast on Sasha Rav Radio. Until next time, folks, peace. We out.